0: Romans 12, two. Romans twelve two. I'm going to pray over this word. I got Brother Don, and I got Miranda tonight. You know, that's, these are nights where, like Wednesday night, we're going to take some time, and we're going to teach, and we're going to be in the word together and, and uh, have some different viewpoints. Uh, everybody comments to me and says, hey, I mean, I like it when you guys do that. It's really cool in how you bring all these things in. But I want to just start because, you know, it's, it's important that you understand um, The only way that your mind can actually be renewed is if it's transformed. So if you, (laughs) the, the only way, I catch this at the very beginning, the only way your mind can be renewed is if it's transformed. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this word tonight. I thank you, Lord, even as this teaching goes forth tonight, Father, that, that Lord, you know, in, in any area, Father, we expose the lies of the enemy. And, Father, any area that's caused us any kind of anguish or stress... Father, we bring that under the blood of Jesus Christ tonight. And Father, we cancel off every attack of the enemy. Father, that our minds will be sharp and we'll walk with the authority of Christ. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So take, you know, you got your Bibles. You went to Romans 12,2. You know, the Bible says this here in Romans 12.2. 12, 12, Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed. I don't know what version we got up there. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable perfect will of God. So back back very clearly, for, you, for just backing up one step, we have to understand that, you know, and especially when you get born again, is, is your mind completely renewed to God when you get born again or when you accept Jesus Christ? No, no, praise God. I, You know, we now, we have access to God at that point of salvation. So it's important to understand when, when you get saved and when you get born again and you become the new creature in Christ, you're now granted access. You now have access to God, amen? And prior to salvation, you know, you might have pockets or points in time of your life where you felt God, you seen God, or, you know, you had goosebumps or chicken skin, but... Until you're born again, you don't actually you you are not in a place where you can begin to renew your mind to the things of God, amen. So so but a renewed mind, <laughs> and just just to go back to that that the renewing of the mind is what transforms you. You know, and I love it. the The Bible says this. It says the 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 old is gone and the new has come. Now. Everybody in here can sit here and say that there were patterns that you had to change or things that you had to shift when you got saved, right? Everybody with me? There, there are things that you believed. You, you believed. I mean, one example even in my life that I, that I say that, that, I, that I had to have a renewed mind around was not only my health because we're talking about health, but you're going to hear the slip in of other things because your mind controls your whole life. Your, your, my, what you think and what comes into your mind will determine how you walk your whole entire life. You know, your mind can keep you broke your whole life. And, that, and honestly, that was an area where God began, He transformed my mind in the area of, of, of money. Because I grew up hearing, in, and I, I had great parents. Both of them got saved at the end of their life. They're in heaven. I had great parents. My parents were business people, they made money. But my parents never had a savings. My parents never, you know, they, they just didn't, they didn't have all that stuff. But I grew up hearing this you're always going to have a car payment. You're always going to have this. You're always going to have this. And there's always going to be all the cares of the, you know, all these things you're going to have to deal with your whole life. Now, I, I grew up hearing that at an early age. You know, you're always going to have this. And you're always going to have that. And you're always going to have that. You know, by the time I was 40, my house was paid off. I didn't, I, I was debt free. I didn't have a car payment. Amen. You know, because what happened was my mind got renewed and my mind got transformed to something else. It wasn't that I was coming against my dad, but, you know, I remember my dad when I drove drove, drove a new car to, to their to the restaurant. Nice car. What's your payment? I don't have one. I don't have a payment, Dad. He said, well, how's that? How's that? How is it that you don't have a payment? I said, you know, that's the first car I paid cash with. I wasn't boasting before my dad, dad said, you didn't pay cash for that. I said, Dad, you know, you know how good it was to write a check out for, for, for 19000 or whatever it was, to, to, to write 19000 on that check and hand it to that guy and drive away with that car debt-free? Dad was like, huh. And it wasn't that, but it, was, it took the renewing of my mind to see it another way. And God does that. He'll do that with you throughout your whole life. But I, I got to tell you tonight, because we've been talking about health, but if you grab a hold, you grab a hold of these principles, you're going to be able to run with a whole nother tenacity. You're going to be able to run. You know, I always used to go in the schools, and I would go in and teach classes, and I would ask the kids, who in here wants to be a millionaire? And all the kids would just look at each other. What's he talking about? No, who in here wants to be a millionaire? And every once in a while, and I'd get the kids said, me? You know, high school, m- middle school, elementary school I'd ask all the kids you know who in in here and and I remember this one kid said I'm going to be a millionaire I said what's your plan I'm doing this I'm doing this I'm doing this he was in high school he had a plan I said this kid I said stand up you'll be a millionaire and I said I'm not making fun of anybody else in here was it was the one question I asked in Hana. right I I was there for six months. Who in here wants to be a millionaire? It's not the principle of being a millionaire. It's the principle that you get into your mind that I can, I I, in my mind can choose to be what God's created me to be. It's a way of life, and you know, it's not about the money. But it's like you, it's breaking something off of your life. Amen. It's the same thing with healing. It's the same thing with money. (laughs) It's the same thing in everywhere that your attitude. Your attitude is so important. Man, so much to cover in this area. But um, I, I just, I, if I stop here, I'm going to have a hard time getting the mic back. Praise Jesus. So, But Pastor Miranda, I'm going to stop there because I, I want to move into um, and just give you guys a piece. I'm going to share the mic tonight, I promise. So, But you guys want to jump in at any point here, and then, um, then I'll be able to move on. So... So there, there's a lot of even around this and I know that but but we're giving you some nuggets tonight. Amen. Is everybody okay with this tonight? Amen. Amen. You guys have chairs. I can't sit down right now. So you I guys can come sit. I don't know what
1: all you're going to be covering, but
0: <laughs> so you jump ahead already, so. No, I don't yeah. I don't
1: know if I am or if it's even in your notes, but just based on what you mentioned uh with a transformed mind or a a renewed mind the only point i wanted to make is it also means that it's going to cause changed actions so it's not just the renewing but now there's the change the application of change that has to happen going back to the example that he used, and of course this is with anything, uh, you can have your mind renewed according to the Word of God and understand that this, this, and this is in God's Word, that God wants you. You read through the the stories of, of the Old Testament and see that God always elevated people. He never said, you know what, God, or no, you know what, Abraham or Moses or uh, Joseph. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, and it's gonna cause you guys to go backwards. It's gonna cause you guys to have less. It's gonna cause you guys to, to you know, uh, instead of having possessions, you're you're instead gonna be in a position. Where, where you're going to be in lack. He never said that he always promoted his children and used them for influence. And so when when that mindset begins to change that God wants me to have influence, he wants me to have have things not for the sake of just having things. Yes, he wants to bless you because you love him and he loves you just like you love your children and you want to bless your children and you don't you don't stick them outside and say, you know what? I'm going to live in this house and you're going to live in the tent. Okay, like you guys are going to sleep out in the dirt and I'm going to stay in here. And yes, I love you, but I just want I just want you to live there and and understand what it's like to to uh, live in in the scraps of things. No, you, you allow your children to live under your wing and to do the best that you can for them. Well, God is the same way. He has all things. So when your mind gets transformed and you understand God's character and you understand what he has for you, well, then that also means it's going to cause an adjustment in how you live in what you do. So just the, the transformed mind around certain things. We also had to take into consideration that the Bible talks a lot about saving The the Bible talks a lot about giving. The Bible talks a lot about tithe. The Bible has a lot of financial things in it. So we had to begin to apply those things. So it wasn't just, oh, I I I made
0: $42,000 a year when we paid cash for that car. Because most uh, most of my friends were like, you know, how much do you make a year? I made $42,000 a year. I just began to avoid debt. So we were able to save. But it wasn't like we had $150,000 in the bank and I'm writing $19,000 checks or a million dollars. I made $42,000 a year for the family. That was everything that came in. Anyway, I just wanted to add that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there were changes in our life that we had to make. And part of that was savings. We also... Uh, you know there were things that that we had to do business wise there was a lot of changes that had to be made so as your mind is renewed you must understand that there's changes or requirements that he's going to require of you from the Word of God from a biblical standpoint whether it's character whether it's what comes out your mouth uh, if you're if you're going to break the mindset of of I'm always depressed I'm always this I'm always uh, linked to some sort of diagnosis then you have to question declaring that and you have to begin to declare the opposite and what God calls you that he calls you blessed that he calls you uh, joyful that that you walk in his joy that his joy is your strength and you have to begin to declare those things you can't you can't declare that your your children are just heathens and they just go through these teenage stages and and they're just going to be that way they're going to sow their oats and and this is just how it's going to be having kids no you can't declare those things If you want your children to be raised up in the ways of God then you have to shelter them from certain things you cannot allow them to watch certain things and you cannot allow certain things to come into your home so you have to to treat your home differently than the the way the rest of the world is acting and the way they're behaving so you have to make sure that you're following the requirements of a godly life and of a biblical life then you'll see the actions That you're desiring to see and these are these are long-term these are not just well I tried it one day and then you know nothing happened so I quit these are long-term things that you have to determine I am gonna live holy I'm gonna live biblically I am gonna live for God and when I do these things then I am going to get the result that the Bible says that I can have
2: amen Uh, two things I want to speak a little bit later just remind me on on vision on on what you see but uh over in roman uh romans chapter eight real quick go to verse verse six there we'll start with five in chapter eight in okay <laughs> well we're in continuity for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh but they that are after the spirit the things of the spirit for to be carnally minded is death and to be spiritually minded And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit of life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised Jesus up from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Two things I wanted to cover there just briefly is God doesn't see you sick, he sees you well. That's what accomplished it was accomplished at Calvary. We're so motivated many times by the need, the lack, the the sickness, the disease. That becomes our focal point. And, and like I said, I won't hit on vision yet. But but the the perspective that you take out of the carnal mind. Everyone, we we see that word carnal mind. Well, I'm not carnal minded. That means fleshly, and I love the Lord. Well, as Pastor Miranda takes it takes uh, as she spoke on, it takes a A strategic effort. The Bible says a double-minded man is what? Unstable in all of his ways. Well, you say, I'm not double-minded. Well, sure we are. Because the old nature, it's not hard to think the, the negative things. They're programmed in you. They may be taught through generation after generation. They be, that, that's not hard to think the carnal way. Your mind is naturally. But a renewed mind, a transformed mind, casts down every thought, every imagination that exalts itself against what? The knowledge of his word. The entrance of thy word bringeth life. Healing is the children's bread. So once I begin to meditate on the word of God and get it into my My heart, my mind now becomes renewed. That old nature, and and this this thought is: Are you living? Are you dying to live, or living to die? We're dying to live. This old nature's got to drop. The old way of thinking. Every thought contrary to the Word of God. I don't care what the natural. Well, Mama had this, and Grandpa had this, and it's just generational. You have to understand. Certain things are just part of your DNA. My DNA was changed at Calvary that's what the book says. So once I get it that in my spirit and I hold that fast because how I can't do it just by a I think I can I think I can or I hope so or you know what I hope that works or I, when you wish upon a star wonder where you are you know it's it doesn't work that way. It's the word of God changing because what happens? Now my mind is being renewed to who God has made me to be. I was made there. Most people don't have a problem with salvation. If I Minister tomorrow, tomorrow, are you saved tomorrow? And she, she would say, well, yeah. She's not going to say, well, I was saved Tuesday, but I'm not sure if I'm saved Wednesday. Because she's thoroughly convinced that transformation has taken place in her heart, and she knows that the Spirit of God dwells in her. It's the same way with healing. But what happens is our mind works against this. We have to look at your mind. You have to look at yourself in the mirror. I do. And say, Don, that's not what the Word says. You have to be willing to correct. And when it, the opposite of double-mindedness is what? Single-mindedness. So every thought if if something is working in my mind and I have two trains of thought well, I believe in healing but the ifs and buts have got to go and Stand firm on the Word of God so I can activate it because once you dwell on it It's just like a negative thought and we're talking about the mind. That's how the enemy loves to work on your mind It's not just that first thought It's that continual. It's like drops. That, That was one of the worst forms of torture it wasn't, you know, when they used to torture piece, it was a Chinese water torture. They'd take a little drop of water, and they'd hold a person down, and that little drop of water would hit the same spot. I know it sounds weird, but you think, well, a little, it wasn't indenting their forehead, but it drove the person nuts. Because it was continually, and that's what the enemy wants to, bombard your mind with thoughts, dwell on, just like sickness, disease, those things, when you dwell on those things, then what happens, it brings torment, it brings fear. But man, when you start casting down those thoughts, giving no place, I I choose not. I don't care what I feel in the natural. I choose not to dwell or to think on these things. What sort of things are lovely? What sort of things are pure? There be any virtue, any value. Think on these things. Now I'm meditating on the word of God. What happens? The word of God is renewing my mind. Every thought contrary is cast down. I'm walking in newness of life with a transformed mind. Amen, amen. Praise God. Take
0: your Bibles. Let's go to Proverbs chapter three. You know, I heard. I uh, I don't know if anybody listens to Joyce Myers. Bra, she can preach, teach. She's good. She's really good. I, you know, and, and it's interesting because I I think I think sometimes it's it's very simple, but we we. Because I'm, I've been guilty, right? I, I've been guilty of complicating it, worry, doubt, you know, I, you know, I was saved, right? But I worry, doubt, confusion. You know, this stuff's happening, and and, and what do I, what do I do with it? Like, you know, you know, I'm, we've shared that story, you know, when we were going to get sued for like eighteen thousand, and you know, we've got a little bit of money in the bank in Hana, and I'm like, you know, called as a missionary to Hawaii, suffering for Jesus in Hawaii, and. Had rats the half the size of my arm and cockroaches from all different colors and creatures, you know, anyway. But, but you know, I remember at the point I was getting sued, I was stressed. I was, like, going bonkers, like, I don't, I don't want to have to pay 18000 And I remember my wife said, you, you, just, you just need to chill out and you need to calm down and you need to go pray. And I after I got calmed down, I looked at her and said, you're right, and so I ran out the door, and I was, I was like, I gotta go complain to myself now because she wasn't gonna hear it. She was done hearing me. You know what are we gonna do? I need to be proactive. I need to call an attorney, a lawyer. I need to step in front of this thing. She just looked at me and said, "You gotta, you gotta calm down. You gotta chill out." So I ran out the door. Not that I was mad at her. I just she wasn't gonna listen to me anymore. And and, and but there's something here I want to show you because if, if you catch this, this is go- this is really good. But you know what I did? I went down the road and I stood on that property and said, "Father." You've called me here you've got you've to take care of this for me because I, I can't deal with this right now. I don't, I don't I, I, and let alone you'll put me in jail before I give her another I, before I give her another dime I'll be in jail because I'm not giving her any more money anyway so and so I, 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 I prayed that way. God, you need to take care of this problem for me. You've called me here. I need help. Take care of this problem. And, and I said, put somebody in that house. Because I knew if somebody was in that house written, she wasn't going to come after us for money. In two days, somebody was in that house. Amen? did not God good? So, But I want to show you something in Scripture because if you, if you will catch this.
1: Can I, can I stop you there yes, for a second? Yes, go, go ahead. Because whether, whether you catch but he was just itching to get a car. And I was like,
0: he's not going to make it. <laughs> He was like, I'm saving up to get a car. And, you know, and then, you know, he got a car and he got a car payment. And I was like, and that's fine. I don't, I'm not against you getting a car and a car payment. If that's where your faith's at, then do it. But he's like, I'm going to be debt free on this car. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Okay. Praise God. I'll believe with you. But it's like where, where you put your trust and where you rest with God. And I'm, can I give you this? Hebrews chapter 4. So important that you understand this. That you can enter into with God rest. You can enter, your mind can stop and you can enter into a time period with God where you're resting. You, you, you've done everything that you could do. You stand in faith, but then, then in your mind you rest. I'm not going to pick that thought up. There's nothing I can do about this situation right now. You ever had a situation you, you, you knew that there was nothing you could do about it? Anybody? I have. And so I knew, I knew that I had to rest in God, and believe God, amen, trust God for my answer, hallelujah, so, I, but, and let me close with this on Proverbs 3, and you guys can jump in here, because see, it's so important, in all your ways, you acknowledge Him, I acknowledge Him as my Lord and Savior, I acknowledge Him as my healer, I, I acknowledge Him as my provider, <laughs> you know, isn't that awesome, I don't I don't worry about not paying my bills because he's my provider. If doctor called me tomorrow and says I gotta lay off KC pastors, I'm not worried. I'm not moved by by I'm not moved by by a fixed salary. I know my God is a a provider. I know that I'll go uptown and get a job tomorrow. I know that I'm, I'm, not, I'm not moved by, by circumstances. I'm moved by how much I trust God. Amen. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not throwed off by circumstances. Do circumstances happen? Yes. Can you, can you get, can you hit a bump sometimes? I'm being very real and transparent. Yeah, you can hit a bump sometimes. It's like, man, but it's like, I, I got to go back to this renewal thing. I got to go back to renewing my mind. I got to get back in this thing. I've got to have a renewed mind. And sometimes you got to fight to put yourself in. I've got to renew my mind to what the word says, not what the world says. Not what everybody around me is saying. I had a conversation with somebody today, and it was like, you know, it's, it, when you start stepping out in faith for God and you start getting this stuff, it's you know, it's, you know, the hardest part sometimes is like your family's like, oh, you're holy now. Oh, you're serving Jesus now, huh? Oh, you you loving God, huh? You go to church. Oh, you go to church on Wednesdays? You must be real holy, right? Holy, holy. You're you're going to an extra revival meeting? Are you, wow. You must be, you must be one of them Holy Ghost people. Pew walking, Holy Ghost rolling, amen. You know, and and those things happen. And you have to renew your mind to that stuff because it's hard, especially when it's somebody you love, right? Be with me tonight? Am I the only one who had to deal with that? You're going to leave your mom? Your brother's dead. Your your your, your father's died. You, your mom's orphaned. Nobody around. You're going to leave her. You're going on vacation in Hawaii. I mean, that's <laughs> you know that was a beauty shop talk for where my mom got her haircut. I got I got messages from people. How dare you leave your mother? They they didn't have a clue. But that's when the Lord showed me. I got I got to pray for them. They don't they don't know. They didn't know I was fighting off rats half the size of my arm, did they? They didn't know that. So, anyway. And they didn't know the relationship that I had with my mom. They didn't know the conversations I was having with my mom. They didn't know the amount of times that I was calling my mom every day, praying and believing in faith for things. They they, they didn't know that. And, you know, and I never got mad. You know, the thing about it is I was never mad at them when they did it, and I'm not mad at them today. Because, see, I put my trust in God. For my mother, I put my trust in the Lord many times many times but but you know and see this is if you catch this this is such a powerful thing about a renewed mind in all your ways you acknowledge him you want a renewed mind you want to keep a renewed mind you acknowledge god not not you know i got this no i don't have this i, d- I honestly don't have this many times you come into a pulpit I need you today, Lord, to stand in here. Even tonight, I, I need you to stand in here. I, I need you. I need your presence. I need you to flow through me. Lord, I, I need you. You know, that's that denying of self. Minister Lee Howe needs the Lord when he worships. Amen. You 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 know, you come in here sometimes, what in the world am I, you know? But you you need the Holy Ghost to come on you. You need that. Amen. Took the clock down, didn't you? That's, that's praise God. It's probably not a bad idea. Amen. So... Go ahead, guys. Jump in.
2: Just uh, real quick, on that scripture, trust, uh, the definition of faith is simply trusting God. And I thought about, you know, when you trust in the Lord, when, when Jesus told Peter, Peter said, Lord, if it's you, bid me come and I'll, and I'll come. That, there was a trust. There was, and trust, actually, I wrote this down, vision determines direction and ultimately destination if you don't have it without a vision the bible says that people perish everything both negative and positive in our life is is painting a portrait you go to the doctor he paints a portrait for you Uh, if he diagnoses you with something uh, there'll be a, a picture that he's trying to get you to see what's about to transpire in your life health wise right um, the Bible says, Jesus, for the joy set before him, endured the cross. He had a vision. There was, a, there was an expectation. He walked there. He wasn't going down through, uh, down through the streets of, uh, of uh, Jerusalem there carrying that cross going, guys, I hope this works. You know, this cross is really heavy. There's a, my body's really racked with pain right now. There was a vision. He endured that for the joy. So even the spies, we just preached about it recently, the, the, the spies that went in, there was a good report and there was an evil report. But out of those report, vision was cast, both negative vision and positive vision. So the, without a vision, again, the people perish. Vision, is, it's that portrait of a projected path. That's exactly what vision creates in our minds. Every, every word that comes in, and we can talk about confession. We could talk about every, every idle word. In words, it has power, what, what you guard yourself, as Pastor Miranda was saying, what you watch and what you feed, feed into, your, into your mind, your soul realm, those things have an impact on the vision that you have. And, you know, we can get into even a society of people that just believe a certain way, and it's, we think it almost seems abnormal to many people that you're, what are you talking about faith and healing and, I mean, don't you know these things are just, this is the, no it's not natural. Healing is natural. Everything in nature that that God created speaks of healing. Your own body, if you get a cut, it naturally will heal itself because that's the character of God that was, that's natural, what's unnatural is the curse. And Christ has redeemed us from the curse. If we don't ever walk in that vision, if I can't see myself healed. So all along the way, I'm, pu- I'm painting a portrait of healing. I'm seeing myself well. I'm declaring that. I'm activating the word in my heart and mind so that I'm walking in the vision before it. And f- again, faith creates that vision. Vision orders my future. Faith creates vision. My vision then orders my future. How do I step out of what the, what the enemy's trying to place on me? That's not my future. I know in whom I believe. If you, if you only see giants, you'll never walk into your promise. If you only see sickness, and I, I say, I love this because you say, well, you're just ignoring. No, faith doesn't ignore reality. It deals with reality. In other words, those giants, the, the one of them psalms, we're just grasshoppers, and there's no way to get to the promise because the giants are too big that was the vision they literally i believe it i believe they minister mar they painted a picture of their butts getting kicked by giants them giants just stepping and squashing them i mean they called themselves grasshoppers i don't know about you but when bugs walk across me i step on them and squash them that's what they saw themselves getting squashed by these giants if that's how you see sickness disease Those things that come against you, I'll never be free. I'll always be tormented. I'll always have these anxiety and fear and worry. Well, you should always be fearful. No, you should never be. Cast off all fear. There's no such thing as good fear. There's wisdom, but that's not fear. The fear of the Lord, that's the reverence of the Lord. But the enemy uses these tools to oppress our mind. We've got to see. It's a vision of victory. See yourself victorious in every area. See ourselves in vict- having victory over every. If Christ defeated those things, then why would we not walk in those things? And see yourself well. That woman, when she said, if I can t- but touch, she already had a vision. <laughs> She didn't go up there thinking, "Well, they said something about the garments, and there's healing and he's raised." She saw herself physically touching his garment. Now maybe she didn't think she's going to have to press through a crowd to do it, but because she cast vision, the vision did made her determine to reach her destination, which was healing. Amen: And that, that vision caused her to
1: that, that was the action part. Because she still had a choice too. many times we hear these stories and we don't think we just see their faith. But we don't see the 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 fears that they had to pull down in their mind because she had to deal with the fact that I could get stoned for this. You know, they could come against me if they if they knew that I was trying to press in in a crowd that I'm not supposed to be around. They could take me out and stone me. And so because she was considered unclean. So there were things, I mean, even with the, the uh, woman that came in and, and anointed Jesus, you know, when he was still living, but anointed him for his burial and, and, and they spoke poorly of her, they ridiculed her, you know, but despite the fear, despite the persecution, despite what everybody else thought they pressed through, through faith, in faith, they continued And that's how they receive their promise and it's going to take that it's going to take that for everything in life that we need everything is received through faith if we want to receive the promises of God it's done through faith despite the persecution we have to press in faith that is why it says that we fight the good fight of faith we're not fighting against all these other things we're not fighting against people we're not fighting God tells us to continue to fight the good fight of faith of faith and faith is what we have to keep a hold of and profess
0: yeah I and we're you know we're moving towards a close here but um and I want to cover Philippians 4 so and I you got the vision that was great that was really good Um I y- you know th- this is a big topic the mind it is and we preached on this many times and we talk you know we talked about this but in, in terms of like I- in healing it's so important that that your that your mind your, your mind has to be renewed to what the word of God says, uh, y- you know, in all areas. I know we're talking about, you, know, you can talk about anything, you know, but your, your mind has to stay renewed to, to the things of God. You know, um, if you ask this question, you know, in, in, in many churches, if you ask this question, you know, and I believe throughout America, if you, you know, at, at a seven or eight o'clock on a midweek service, are you tired? Hands are going to go up yeah I'm, I'm i'm tired i'm wore out and i and and a lot of times it's it's because see the enemy you know ask college kids i you know guys listen you can ask elementary kids are are, are you worried are you they're putting dogs on medication and i'm sorry if your dogs on medication i i don't i don't mean i, I don't but 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 i but you 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 know my dog my dog is hyperactive and i like i like her that way I love watching her run through the yard, full full blast. It, it's just fun for me. I don't know, <laughs> anyway. I, but I and I'm not against animals being on medication, please. But but we live in a culture today that we just want to fix. We want to fix this issue with. Well, are you tired? Well, you need a pill. Are you this? You need this. You need you, you need this. You need th- you need this if you're battling battling with this. And and I and I <laughs> and, and listen, you know, e- even in our culture today, people lack in en- they don't have energy. They don't know how to draw from that source of God in, in, in getting that energy from God. Because, you know, you, your energy gets zapped when you're stressed. You guys know what I'm talking about? Like when you begin to get anxious or you begin to get whatever, your energy level gets depleted. You, you know, I always feel better after I preach. Like my energy levels are high. But, but you know, you when you get stressed, your energy levels, they, they're, they're depleted. And you know what happens with stress? Because we don't talk... <laughs> That's why I love to talk about this stuff because you know what stress does? You won't go to the bathroom. You won't. You, it cause it'll cause constipation. It'll cause co- it'll cause other things. It'll cause it'll cause eye issues. You know th- these are real things that will happen as as stress becomes a part of our a, a part of our you know this right here when we come under attack. It it will affect your body, and then you'll need healing. Amen. So that's why it's, it's good, it, you know, I trust in the Lord. I'm going to put my trust in Him. I'm going to trust what His, His Word says. You ever had an off day? Yeah, I've had one too. But, you know, I, I'm going to stop, think, I mean literally stop and think and I'm going to say, I'm going I'm to trust the Lord. Guess what I'm going to do today? I'm going to choose joy. There's a novel thought, right? Because once, once you're born again, do you know that the, that the fruits of the Spirit are in you? You just have to access them. Joy's your, your yours. You, you call joy down. Peace is yours. My peace I leave you. See, Jesus left us something. He left us peace. But the revelation is that you draw that, you, you draw that out of you. Amen. I don't feel I don't feel very peaceful. And you know, Pastor Brandon says, you know, people come up and you know, I just need peace. What are you doing to choose peace? Because it's, you know, and, it, and, it's, and it's not that we don't believe that and that God can't provide for you to be in peace, amen, and come in an, an agreement, but what are you doing to choose it? What are you doing to choose joy? See, God gives us access to these things. It's, it's, it's so unique, but, but our mind has to be renewed that it's possible. That it's, that it's possible. You know, listen, I, I, I want to say this because <laughs> what, do you, what do you do you know I said, I talked about Hebrews 4 because it's it's a it's a great scripture but but what do you do when you, when you know something happens what do you do as a believer what do, what do you do you know if you're believing for something I, you know the bible talks about how you can enter into a rest you stay calm you you choose peace you choose joy you choose these things amen does worry help Has worry ever helped anybody in here? You shake your head? No, I thought you were shaking your head. Okay. I I don't know that worry's ever helped, right? Getting stressed, has it ever helped? I I, I can look over my life and think, times I got stressed, it it, it didn't help me. It, it, It prolonged the problem or made it worse. But I know, I know I have a God in whom I can trust in. That I can pray to him, and I can, I can, there can be a, a, a Lord, I choose peace. Some nights on a Wednesday night, you know, because Thursday's our day off. I mean, sometimes, Miranda, I'll go home, and it'll be like, we'll just stay up and watch TV until 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. We don't talk about anything. We just f- put the TV on, and just like, we just stare, you know. It's like, it's just that, just that peace. Just, you know, don't have to, don't have to think about anything special. It's not spiritual. But choose to stay calm. When you know when you feel that when you feel something come on you you know just man you you can shake it off. Amen. The Bible says, "Be anxious for nothing." I. I know I, I want to move to closing. I you know any anything you guys want to stay around that and I and Pastor man I'll just have you cover Philippians four at the end as well. And Brother Don, anything you guys have? I I love this topic, and I'm I'm moving to a close here with what I'm saying, but. But, man, guys, just, you know, trust God. I, I love Proverbs 3. That's a great recipe for, for, you know, how to deal with things, knowing that I can have a renewed mind. How, how often do I have to renew my mind? Every day. Welcome to Christianity. But it's good. It's fun. Amen? Mm-hmm. Renewed mind every day.
2: I just want to hit real quick on, um, on your confession. The Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. By your words you're justified and by your words you're condemned. Confession comes out of hearing. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. If I, I had this thought, have church every day. We come to the house of God and we we, we, we sing praises and we offer up the sacrifice of, from the fruit of our lips to the Lord and we enter into his presence and we get into the word of God and we make confession over the word of God and we declare the truth of God's word and we're, our minds are being renewed with that word. And what does it do? It releases the power of God and the presence of God in a church atmosphere. You can have that very same thing at home. I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee that's the declaration so have church at home have church every day begin to worship the lord Uh, start your day that way and it doesn't say faith cometh by having heard one time well i heard that 25 years ago well that doesn't mean you're walking in the truth of it the same way with the action of it it's what he shall have whatsoever he saith begin to continually confess the goodness of God can what your confession and what you're speaking in one season you may not have been where you are now and you may not have been confessing right things but we can repent of those things Say, Lord I, I wasn't talking right back then Lord get let cost my tongue your the Bible says your tongue is an unruly member it's the hardest member of the body to be bridled right We put bridles in horse's mouth as bits in there so we can turn the horse. Well, your tongue will will shape your destiny. So watch the words of your, set a watch. David said, I'll set a watch at my mouth that I don't sin against you. And what is that? It's not what, by other people's opinion, I'm just going to confess what the Word of God says. I'm going to believe what the Word of God says. And the more I confess it and the more I, I hear the Word, the more I speak it out, the more I'll walk in the totality of the Word of God because it'll become natural it's like you know it's you guys think about breathing okay breathe in now breathe out breathe in breathe out I don't do that all day long I wouldn't get any work done but it's so natural that's how faith should be I'm just simply hearing the word I'm taking it in and I'm speaking it out and it becomes a declaration like I said you'll get it in you so so real you'll be at the post office and someone will say something all of a sudden the scripture will just flow right out of your mouth you know like I didn't even though they were believer or not and they're looking at you like where in the world that come from It's just natural. It flows. What's in you will come out of you. If you've got a cusser and your cussing comes out, if you're watching movies all day long and they're cussing one another and they're dropping every other explicit, guess what's going to come out of you when you stub your toe? Because it's entering into your ear gate. Now, it shouldn't, but if you keep hearing that and you don't cast down those thoughts, they're going to manifest. Well, healing's the same way. If you, if you get this, I mean, whatever it is, we, and one thing I was going to say real quick too about uh, Pastor Brad when you were talking about the proactive, what, well, there is a way, don't wait for sickness to come. Be proactive. How can I do that? I can, what are we doing to some, well, you know, winter's coming, boost your vitamin C, boost your zinc, take more magnesium. We can do all those things in the natural because what we're being proactive, do that with faith, don't wait for the problem to come. Don't wait for, well it's flu season now, well it's this and these, it's just running rampant. I, and, or you're sniffling, your, your head feels like it's gonna blow up and now you're gonna be, better stand in faith. Do it ahead of time. Every day, can you confess over your body? You can declare over your organs. You can declare, as Pastor Brad was saying, there's so much in anxiety and worry and fear that affects your natural body. But begin to declare, my digestive system is working properly. God, you created, I was fearfully and wonderfully made. My heart was made to beat properly. I don't have an irregular heartbeat. These ears were made to hear clearly. My eyes shall not grow dim, neither shall my force be abated. When you begin to confess those things, you're confessing the life of God and it releases the ability of heaven. Because God says, "I like that." He believes what he believes. He is who I created him to be, and you walk in those things. Not well, you know. You're just getting older. First, it's the eyes. Then it's the ears. Then you'll start feeling in your joints. You start telling what weather it's going to do because your your knees start hurting. God doesn't. He's not calling you to be a weather person because you got pain in your body. Whoever came up with that is you know is a special kind of stupid. But anyway. <laughs>
1: I think that that's the only other point I was going to make is when it comes to th- to. Uh, in fact, Brother Hagan wrote a book where it, one time, "Writing Your Own Ticket with God," and and it was about declaring what it was that that you were going to see happen in your life you are as we've covered before god has made us kings and priests well kings don't run to someone else and say can i make this can i do this no kings declare what's going to happen in their land you are uh, the king of your own life and i don't mean that in the sense that you're over god but what i'm saying is he has set you in a position on this earth to declare things to see things come to pass to see his kingdom expanded well he's not gonna call you to do that and yet you have no control over your own life so it's not about praying and saying you know God take care of me and make sure I don't get any of these things no you have to make declarations for your life and there's a difference and most of the time people put prayer all in one one big pot and and call it all prayer and it, it It's very different when we declare and prophesy over ourselves, we're declaring and prophesying what what we want to see happen in our lives with our health, with our children, with our families, with our success, all of these things. But it's a declaration, not a God make this happen. I doubt that anybody laid down last night and said, God, make sure that tomorrow I go to work, okay? And that's the thing. People are praying a lot of times for the things that God has already put in them to do. They're wanting God to make them feel a certain way. God, make me feel peaceful. God, make me feel this. Make me feel joyful. And it's up to us. And I know that's not what most people want to hear because it it requires something of us. But that's, that's, that's how it is it's how it is it's it's he gives this to us and we determine what we're going to do with it he has given us these precious promises for us to partake of but we have to be the partakers of them does anybody have any any questions I just want to end with questions if anybody's got anything that they want to ask Man, it must be that was That was so easy enough. to understand. Everybody's in there, walking you? away with 100% I, clarity. I'll ask
2: one.
0: Are you going to answer or are you just going no, to we No, we're just <laughs> okay. i just checking. You're going um, to Okay.
2: Feelings. Nothing more than feelings. I, feelings I, Feelings are very powerful. They're emotions. They're, they're a response that's given in, in our bodies. Dealing with feelings. And when your feelings are saying one thing, how do you overcome that or how do you stay in a a posture of faith when you're dealing with the feeling or you may not even feel that you have been healed or you're still battling with that those feelings that you dealt with but you're trying to lay hold on faith how do you overcome those feelings great question
0: go ahead you can go first ladies first i'll let you go first
1: um you have to realize that the that feelings Many times they're gonna go where you tell them to go and what you determine to do. We can all feel tired. We can all feel like we had a crummy day, but depending on what we choose to do with that, whether we put on, uh, I- I'm sure every person in this place has experienced where they've, they've put music on that fits their mood and it only encourages that mood so if you're already sad most people if you're sad you don't put on the happiest music in the world because that doesn't fit your mood at the moment you don't want to be happy you want to be sad and so in in, and that all it does is endorses that and it's like yes that speaks to me and that's why i say sometimes uh, you have to be very careful even in in worship songs because many times you're 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 listening to something that's only endorsing the feelings of man and not how great your God is and what God can do in that situation. So just because something moves you feeling wise or emotionally doesn't mean it's the Holy Spirit. Just because it makes you cry doesn't mean that it's the Holy Spirit. So understand that feelings are a a third part of who you are, but you can change it by what you determine. I can be tired and and come in and and feel energized by the people i'm around by the word of god that strengthens me and i can choose to say yeah my body might be tired right now but it doesn't matter i know that i need to to feed on the word of god and i don't even i don't sit around and and discuss it nobody in my household discusses whether or not we're going to go to church any any day of the week it's like this is what we do and so growing up our kids didn't say Mom, do I have to go to I don't church? Feel like going to there church. was no discussion. They went. There was never a question. I don't truck. think it ever entered into their mind that that was open for discussion, <laughs> you know? So it, it was we go and we know that, that as we are following the things of the Lord, we know the promise that's attached to it. So we're hanging everything that we are on that promise, not on how we feel.
0: I just have like you know Air Supply kind of come to mind, and I was thinking about singing like "You're All Out of Love," you know, like because you know the the songs of the '90s. You guys didn't you did you didn't have this stuff, you know, you didn't have all this good '80s and '90s Air Supply top 1,000 songs, you know that. But I- you can't run off your feelings. You're gonna get hurt if you you you'll be like you'll 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 live in the valley and you'll have a peak but you'll you'll live more in the valleys I I promise you So, and you know what you do with your (laughs) feelings? sometimes because you have to you have to feed your spirit the word feeds your spirit fasting feeds your spirit and you know what you can do sometimes you can tell your flesh my feet honestly my feet hasn't hurt for months now but I've stood in here and said feet you're not going to hurt today speak to speak to whatever it is and you you can carry that authority as a believer so i'm you know headache feeling sad you guys listen i've been sad i've cried I've, you know i've done it all but you know there's there's times where i've been hurt and then i got to shake myself up out of it and say okay i needed that that was good l- let's get on with life
1: yeah and i'm not saying to ignore feelings yeah, don't yeah, feelings are understand real. that yeah. too i'm not saying like you're not allowed to yeah. ever cry yeah. i mean we cry but everything always goes back to the principle and the word of god the truth so yeah i may i may know like that comment that thing that whatever hurt or you know we're going through you know this patch and it's it's tough but i know my end and i know the end of this can only work For the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So I have to hang on that. And sometimes there's tears shed. Sometimes you might get frustrated at things, but I know the end. And so I have to refocus the vision to the end, to the end result. And that's why you have brothers and sisters in Christ Amen. To, to sharpen yourself. You have those ones that are close that you can find counsel and wisdom in, and and you cry, and then you get it together, and, and they help you refocus. Like, this is what God's Word says. This is what we're believing for, and this is what we're going to agree with in prayer right now.
0: Amen. Amen. Let's go ahead and stand. I'm going to honor my time. You know, I'm going to pray this prayer tonight because... Um, and it comes out of Philippians four. I'm sorry, Philippians four. Yeah, Philippians four, verse six. And uh, I want to pray this prayer tonight, just over, over, over the house, and um, you know that you can take the word of God and you can pray that you can pray the word of God. Romans 12, 1 and two. I see that I I'm going to have a transformed and renewed mind because the word of God says that I can have that. Amen. I pray that way. I don't just read the scriptures and you know you know I, I'm not you know when I you know, do not conform to the patterns of the world, I read that and say, I'm not going to conform to the patterns of this world. So I'm putting myself into the Scriptures. And so even tonight, as in closing tonight, just real quick, uh, you know, salvation is one of those things. I, you know, is everybody in here, is your heart right with the Lord? Are you saved and are you born again? Do you know the Lord as your personal Savior? If you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, wave, wave your hand at me and say, I need to give my heart to the Lord. Is that anybody in here tonight? Anybody in here tonight? Because I never, wanna, I never just want to discredit that or, or think that, you know, everybody's saved. Or, you know, somebody's like, man, I... So it's, it's important that we know that we're saved. It's important that we, sh- we share the good news with people. Amen? And that you become somebody that shares. That's what we're talking about Sunday morning. It's going to be powerful. I had close to 100 people Sunday morning. Don't miss Sunday morning. It's going to be powerful because we're talking about the Great Commission. We're arming the saints Guys, this is exciting. We're arming the saints to go out and get the harvest. Oh, my. It's so, I'm ex- so excited even about this series as we started, as we're moving into it. We're arming the saints with weapons. And you guys are going to go be an army that win hundreds, thousands to Jesus. Amen? Right? We're doing it. Amen. So we're arming the saints. So don't, don't miss that. We're going to be... We're going to be doing that. uh, We're going to start that Sunday morning. We kind of started last week, and I'm so excited about this series. But but I want to pray this prayer tonight. Just put your hands on your mind. Father, I thank you for, for the word of God. And Lord, I thank you, Father, that the Word says that Lord that we're not to be anxious for anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication and with thanksgiving, Father. That Lord that we're we're mindful always to thank you for your goodness and your mercy, Father. Calling upon you because Father, your Word says that we can call upon you that you are our help, Father. That that Lord even now that any anxiety, any fear, I command it to go now in Jesus' mighty name. And Father, I. I thank you that, Lord, even tonight, we're letting our requests be known. That, you know, even tonight, if there's anything that you need to take to the Lord now, just begin to pray. Say, Lord, I need fear to go. I need this to go. I need need doubt to go. Whatever it might be, anything that's causing any kind of stress or anything like that in your mind, just say, I command this to go right now in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I thank you. I thank you for a renewed mind. And, Father, I pray, Lord, even tonight, Father, that as we come together in agreement, Father, that Your Word says that You're here. So, Father, I thank You tonight that our requests are being made known. And Father, I thank You, Lord, even tonight that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, it will it will guard our hearts and it will guard guard our minds through Christ Jesus, Lord. We thank You for that. In Jesus mighty name, in Jesus mighty name, Amen. Amen. Praise God. God bless you. It's gonna. Uh, Thursday night? We don't have anything tomorrow night? Transformation tomorrow night? Is it tomorrow night? Transfer-